The Holy Gospel according to Mark, the 13th chapter. As Jesus came out of the temple, one of the disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what large stones and what large buildings. Then Jesus asked him, Do you see these great buildings? Not one stone will be left here upon another. All will be thrown down. When he was sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will this be? And what will be the sign that all those things are about to be accomplished? Then Jesus began to say to them, Beware that no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name and say, I am he, and they will lead many astray. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. This must take place, but the end is still to come. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines. This is but the beginning of the birth pangs. The Gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace be with you all from God our Creator and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Our Gospel reading today from the 13th chapter of Mark reminds me of the old story about that very optimistic farm boy who woke up early on his birthday, looked out his window, and saw a giant pile of manure in the yard. He ran downstairs, got a shovel, and started digging with a huge smile on his face. His dad came down and said, son, what are you doing? And the boy replied, with all this manure, I know there's a pony in there somewhere. (laughs) Well, there's a pony in our gospel reading today, but we do need to search for it. Today, we hear Jesus speaking to his disciples about difficult things, great and fearful things that will happen before he comes again in glory. He describes the destruction of the magnificent temple in Jerusalem, wars and rumors of wars, nations rising against nations, earthquake and famine. As Mark wrote this gospel about three and a half decades after Jesus' death, The world as the early Christians knew it was crumbling. Everything that seemed to be stable was shaken to pieces. Merciless taxation crippled the people. Jerusalem was horrifically besieged by the Romans with enormous fatalities. The temple was destroyed in the year 70, first by fire and then dismantled stone by stone. Hopes, dreams, life itself was shattered. In our time, we know difficult things too, of course. Huge structures destroyed on 9-11. Wars and terrorism, superstorms and hunger. We're horrified by shootings and by deadly fires, by polar ice caps melting. In spite of our great technological and scientific advances, many of the world's people are still oppressed and poverty-stricken and suffering great violence. In every age since Jesus walked the earth, some faithful people who were suffering deeply have thought things are so bad now, surely this is the end and Jesus will come again soon. 
and yet we are still here. What is puzzling and hopeful in this reading is that Jesus inserts a promise into the middle of all his dire predictions. In this vast pile of brokenness, there is, thank God, a pony. In the midst of all those things that bring death, there is an inkling of life like labor pains. Mysteriously, the wars, earthquakes, and famines are not the last word. They are not an end in themselves. Instead, they're signs that a birth is coming. This is only possible because the God who loves us all is a God who brings life from death, who brings hope from despair. Because God is still present and working in all of our dark places, we can have hope and we can be encouraged. Like labor pains that bring the birth of something new and good, God is at work in the world and we can hold on to that even when the ways God is working are beyond our understanding. Jesus' conversation with his disciples continues beyond today's readings and all through chapter 13. He gives a number of instructions to the disciples and the faithful through the ages about how we are to live and behave when bad things are happening, including to beware, not be alarmed, and endure. First he says, beware. In these hard times, especially, he calls us to stand firm in our faith, to beware of being led astray by any shiny new thing that comes along. It's time to examine who is and who is not God for us. What tempts our trust and faith? Political systems, possessions, safety, comfort, power, they can all be used for the good, but they don't save our souls. We worship the giver, not the gift. And if the gifts go away, we still worship the giver. Jesus also says, do not be alarmed. Do not live in fear. As God's beloved, we have every right and reason to live in hope instead of fear, not paralyzed by the great challenges before us, but doing what we can in the ways that we are called. We can't help every person in a shelter in the world, but we can shop and pray for 400 of them at Christmas and let them know they're not forgotten. We can feed a thousand families, and that's no small thing. We can support firefighters. We can work for peace and justice. We can open our mouths for the voiceless. We can care for the earth. One final instruction for today. In verse 13, our Lord tells us to endure in the hard times. He says the one who endures to the end will be saved. Winston Churchill, Prime Minister of England during World War II, knew all about endurance about persistence during wars and rumors of wars. He famously said this, never give in, never give in, never, 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 in things great or small, large or petty, 
never give in except to convictions of honor and good sense. He also offered this advice in the darkest days of the war. If you're going through hell, keep going. My father taught me a little something about keeping going, although on a much smaller scale. We had a slough on the farm. It was maybe 100 yards across, maybe five feet deep. It had cattails around the edges and muskrat houses dotted all over it. In the winter, when my brothers and I played hockey on it, it was a little dicey because we had to dodge the muskrat houses all the time. One day, when I was maybe seven or eight, my father and I walked across the ice to about the middle on a very, very cold day, and we checked the traps, and the ice started to crack underneath us. I was really scared. He looked me in the eye, and he calmly said, follow me and just keep walking. That's what we did. It was a pretty good life lesson. The good news for today is that beneath the pain of the world and the uncertainty of our lives, God is working. Working on behalf of all of humanity and working in us to help us stand firm, to live in hope and work for the good, and to endure. If you are in one of those hard, dark places today, please know God is near and God is working. In the name of Jesus, amen.